0: So the title for this week's episode on the Meditate Now podcast, Release Money Blocks, and in parentheses, Real Abundance. And before we dive into the meditation, I just want to say a few words about this topic. And then afterwards, those who are hanging out with us live, will dive into it a little bit more. First and foremost, this is always and forever an invitation to look at your own direct experience? Especially this topic, (laughs) because it's so easy to project our beliefs, our opinions, what we think is our experience onto other people's experience, and to think that how we see money is how other people see money. And then we can look at our struggle with money and then project that struggle onto other people and then think you need to find a solution for other people's struggle. And this isn't about any of that. It's not about what the world should be doing or shouldn't be doing. It's not about what other people should or shouldn't be doing. It's just an honest invitation to look at the reality of your experience It's very intimate in that way. And naturally, the human being tends to avoid that sort of self-intimacy, which results in projecting it onto other people and trying to figure out their situation. Money blocks. Money blocks, money blocks, money blocks. Let's just say this, and then we'll get into the meditation and see what happens there. If there's a money block, there is a blame toward money. Whether you're blaming money for your inner disturbance, Or you're blaming money for your fleeting moments of happiness. It can go both ways. I'm sad because of money. I'm happy because of money. Essentially it's saying that this thing called money out there can give me something That is what I crave internally. Oh man, there's so many things to dive into about this. And we can notice this throughout our history of dancing with money, especially within the societal conditioning, where in some way or another, we have learned that more money equals self-worth. We have learned that losing money means negative self-worth. We've learned all sorts of things that somehow equate to finding your worth and value in the world. And so often we say, well, if only... I had this much money, then I could be happy, then I could relax. Or if only I had this much money, I wouldn't be disturbed. And so if you want to explore your own blocks, get real honest about the ways that you blame money as the cause of your inner state. And then furthermore, you can also see this blame of money is also like a judgment of money. It's judging it as this or that. And believing that how it sees it is how it really is. And I just invite you to see that there's 10,000 different stories people could tell about money. And the only thing being expressed is how one sees it. Which shows how they dance with it. Isn't that fascinating? Like how you see it shows you your dance with it. It shows you the power you give it. Or it shows you the no power. You give it. Because what is it beyond our story, beyond our blame, beyond our judgment? Do you see money in and of itself is nothing? And as with the nothingness of everything, even a rock or cup of tea, you can effectively use it as a tool to contribute to your experience, not to help you define yourself, not to use it to complete yourself or to find wholeness in the future, but it's just something that's there. And (laughs) in a silly way, (laughs) in a super silly way, it's like if I had uh, a collection of rocks, I could give those rocks special meanings about myself, right? Like, this rock says I'm cool. This rock says I'm important. And I can collect all these rocks. And then if I go outside one day and someone stole all my rocks, I can think I lost something about myself. When in the reality of the situation, I didn't lose anything about what I really am. My wholeness and worth and my value is untouched by the loss of rocks. And so what I'm pointing to is a clinging, a holding on to it, which is also a pushing away of it. Maybe we'll explore that a bit after. But if we're going to allow ourselves to enter a playful experience with money, there's going to need to be a letting go of money to see that it's not the issue. Even, I mean, I've heard people say that it's because of money that the world is the way that it is. And so money is seen as the enemy in some way. If only there wasn't money. And it's funny too, because in all of these if onlys, what we're really looking for is the wholeness of what we are. We say, if only there wasn't money, then I could feel complete, then I can feel whole. And then if you were to recognize your wholeness, independent of the ways of the world, then money becomes just another thing. And like a cup of tea, you can really enjoy that thing. Like rocks, you can enjoy rocks. But they don't hold your worth and value, and they're not to be blamed Okay, let's jump into this meditation. See what happens. All right, here we are once again, and really. This is just an opportunity to be here for a moment. We're going to connect with an openness inside of ourselves, a presence, and just allow ourselves to be a little bit more. It's not a serious thing. It's not a have-to thing, it's a gift to take a breath, realize that here you are in this moment, and breathe in to that moment. almost like we're creating an environment within what we are that is so much more receptive, not so much trying to figure anything out, just I'm here, I'm open. As I've mentioned time and time and time again, the liberation in all of these blocks and all of these disturbances always comes back to acknowledging the real and deeper issue. Because so often we think the problem is that thing out there. And in this case, we might call it money. And we can see that thing is in the way. If only it wasn't that. But what's the real issue? Can you see in the most gentle way that if there are hang ups about money, it seems like money is in the way of us finding something? of us connecting with something. So much, in fact, we desire to connect with this something so strongly that we intuitively know that if we could connect with it, we wouldn't care about money at all. in the way of if it comes or goes. It's important to acknowledge this blame. You know, it's very similar to having another person be your block. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like, oh, if only they weren't who they were. Or from the other end of the spectrum. If only I could make them love me. If only I could get them. Do you see how it's similar? And there seems to be this block from getting what you want. And the block is trying to get something from that person or get something from money that it can't actually give you. And we try and try and try, whether that's trying to grasp at it or push it away because we think it's evil. We're doing so because we're trying to get something. And maybe in this context about money, we can say we want to experience abundance. And we have bought into the photoshopped lie of abundance. Spread abundance. Cross the earth. (laughs) But really in that craving for abundance, it's not about having this and it's not about having that. It's not even about securing a future. It says, I wish I could just be in this moment and know that I am whole and complete. I wish I could trust that I'm taken care of. And in our adorable misunderstanding, in our innocent struggle to find such peace and wellness in the world, we try so desperately to get control of things in the same way we do with trying to make someone love us or make someone not be who they are. And I hope you see the epic failure in this. Not in a negative way, not in a self-judging sort of way, but a, oh my goodness, sort of way. It's not working. Because I've talked to people with millions and millions of dollars or euros or whatever, and it's the same money block. And talk with people who have no money same money block. They think money is in the way somehow. If only I had more. This only shows that there isn't a depth of seeing what you really are which includes how supported you are by life. It's not wrong. It's not bad. Because this moment is an opportunity to see that a little bit more clearly. And if we step outside of the mind's commotion, the thinking and thinking and thinking, the wanting and wanting and wanting. And we just come home for a moment. Just breathe here with me. There's ten thousand thoughts. What if about tomorrow? Another ten thousand if only yesterday wasn't yesterday. None of it having anything to do with the reality of right now. You see, all of these thoughts essentially say, if only I had what I wanted, Then I could find myself in the world, which is also to secure myself. I could relax, be at peace, nothing left to find. And naturally, this struggle is we are looking for it where it is not. And in this case, we're talking about money. For some people, it's relationships. Some people, it's relationships and money. (laughs) And a host of other things. But effectively looking for it out there rather than being still and seeing that you already have it. And you know what's interesting? The more you recognize that you already have it, and that nothing can take it from you, everything becomes a bit more playful, including money. It's not seen as the enemy. It's not seen as in the way. It simply becomes another instrument that you might dance with in a joyful way that contributes to your time here. It's really fascinating to remove the importance Because in that importance is a restriction, a restriction that doesn't let it flow, that doesn't use it in a way that honors your experience. So many silly ideas that stop us from just playing. And being open to money coming and going. And I've had all sorts of experiences in this realm, lots of money, no money. And I can't really say that I've ever been really happy or sad because of money. It's looked like that. But I've also had no money and been profoundly peaceful and full of love. And I've also had lots of money and been Lost is all hell. (laughs) Really has nothing to do with it. But I will tell you that if something within you longs to be open for more play with money, more enjoyment. Let it go and you play with you. Because haven't you noticed in all the ups and downs, in all of the good or bad decisions with money, here you are. Life is taking care of you. That's certainly true for me. I don't understand how I'm still here. In all of my attempts to hold on to money or to create some sense of certainty, life has always done something else, changed my plans. In a way that I can say with a profound confidence that it's always been life that has paid my bills. I say that really sincerely. It's always been life. That has supported me. Sometimes it looks like it's me doing something, but really it's life inspiring me, life bringing me new ideas, life guiding. And it's very difficult for life to guide when you're tense and restricted, holding on to things, anxiously wanting things in the future. Relax, dear one. Maybe life knows exactly what it's doing. Thanks for meditating with me today. You've been listening to the Meditate Now podcast with Tiger Singleton and InLight Connect, guiding your heart back to what's true so you can connect with more love, compassion, and freedom. If you enjoy these recordings, we encourage you to visit InLightConnect.com where you can read the transcripts, watch the videos, or join us live for the weekly guided meditation live video broadcast. This offering is sponsored by the Inlight Connect member community, a space for those who desire to dive more deeply into their hearts and embody a love they can creatively and passionately share with the world.